0: The legacy Life podcast with me, your host Sarah Parks. I'm a mum of three, an author, speaker, legacy coach, and lover of transformation. I help soul led entrepreneurial change makers grow a profitable business without sacrificing your family life. In this space, I talk about everything to do with legacy your passion, your purpose, what drives you and the things that call you home to yourself and what you've come here to do in this lifetime. We will be discussing ways that you can consciously create your legacy. Hi, Becky, welcome to the Legacy Life podcast And this Awakening Legacy series. I'm so excited to have you on here to talk about your chapter in the Awakening Legacy book. Thank you, Sarah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for bringing this together. Oh, it's, yeah, it's it's great to have you here. And um, so I'm gonna kick us off um with a question which is how would you sum up your chapter in a sentence so people have a sense of what it's about and what they might get out of it
1: interesting I would say my chapter is an insight or an invitation to a new way of thinking and feeling about grief it's an invitation to see a different perspective on grief Mm -hmm. and explore disconnection rather than that sense of grief so yes great
0: thank you so much so why what attracted you to um, this project, this awakening legacy book, which for anybody listening, just so you know, we didn't know it was gonna be called awakening legacy, right? We knew it was about legacy. We didn't have a title when we started this. So just so that you know, I, this, this has been a real kind of soul led journey. It's been a real exploration and organic process of seeing what stories were wanting to be told what was wanting to come through um so and and I know for some people might start with the title and know exactly what the title of their book is going to be at the beginning but we didn't know we didn't know and the title came from the stories and it's been a real energetic visceral kind of Uh, journey with writing this book so I just wanted to flag that up (laughs) so yeah what what brought you to the project do you feel
1: do you know what I'm very I'm very in um tune with the little signs that the universe tends to give us Mm -hmm. and you and me were put in contact a few days before my dad's anniversary um (sighs) sorry before my dad's birthday sorry okay Yeah, and um, that is always, that and his anniversary is always a time when legacy is not necessarily thinking about it as legacy, but he's on my mind. And also how Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to live my life is on my mind, especially around that time where Mm -hmm. I get very reflective. So when I had the conversation with you and I didn't know anything about legacy being this, I didn't know about this legacy project yet. It was, I got full body goosebumps. As soon as I heard because I thought this this is happening three days before my dad's birthday. This is happening at a time when I'm starting to reflect again on what am I doing here? What is my mm-hmm. purpose? And I think what really drew me to it was the, the the opportunity to to share and potentially inspire other people to see things differently in challenging times um and to through move through to know that there is a way to move through challenging times and to live with purpose because that invitation invited me to do something on purpose with purpose <gasps> oh, wow. and, and that's and that, that's exactly what happened I just went oh yes I, need, <sighs>
0: I I really want to be part of this yes I love that an invitation to do something on purpose with your purpose. Wow. Got them again. Yeah. Like I just went, oh, the goosebumps started arising for me with that. With that. Absolutely. Oh. And, you know, it's so interesting what you say about those anniversaries. So anybody who's listening, who has experienced loss or grief, you know, those anniversaries of our loved one's birthdays and those anniversaries of uh, when they died as well and when they passed, like you say, it does bring up that reflection, doesn't it? It brings up, um, you know, that, yeah, that reflective time and and it's interesting us having this conversation right now because it's a time for me it's just a few days before uh, the anniversary of my baby's death right which is on Halloween and his birthday is on the 4th of November okay so it's a similar time Mm. there's such synchronicity and I hadn't realized that was the case with your dad's birthday that we were speaking just a few days before. Yeah. And these times, you know, it, it, like you say, it brings up this invitation to look at like, why am I here? What is my purpose? What good can come from the impact that that person had on my life, you know, yeah. and the way they live their life and the gifts that they brought to me and the people that, um, you know, were, were around them. And I mean, it also makes me think it's also Black History Month this month. And on Saturday, I went to an event and again, you know, events like that make us think about our purpose, like, and what can we learn from the past? that can fuel the future in a positive way, you know, and can help us step deeper into our purpose and our legacy. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And it's a really, maybe a too gentle term for what we're talking about, but I call them nudges that are going, hello, I, you know, here we go again, you know, life is short. What yes. are you doing with it? What, what are you doing? Are you happy? Yeah. What are you doing? If you're not happy, something needs to change what's your impact what are you doing here you know are you just mm. moving through life without really thinking about it
0: mm. and
1: that's what I did
0: for a long long time yeah I'm just writing some notes because there's such oh there's such juice coming out of this conversation already and we've only been good a few minutes <laughs> I love it
1: best kind of conversation
0: yeah and those nudges like you say um And I think it's a beautiful, gentle way of saying it. Another word came to mind uh, as well as as nudges, which is touch points. Mm -hmm. You know, these anniversaries are are kind of reminders and touch points and times, yeah, that encourage us, nudge us to come back to that place of reflection, of checking in. It's a check-in point as well, of checking in with, am I still on course? You know, and
1: I think it's really interesting that those anniversaries, although they're reflective and, and are potentially a, a looking back, they are very much bringing us into the present moment. And I think that that is something that we don't appreciate is, you know, everyone says, stop looking at the past, stop worrying about the past. Actually, those those moments give us an opportunity to be extremely present and move forward in in ourselves, more connected. Um, and yeah. so there is gifts to those tremendously terribly hard times yeah Yeah. absolutely
0: yeah oh so tell us a little bit more without giving away your (laughs) whole chapter (laughs) tell us a little bit about um you know if somebody was to be reading your chapter well there's there's a couple of questions here i suppose the first one is um what, what do you feel the essence of it is? Like, what do you think people will get out of it?
1: Perspective. Um, I, I definitely, I see it. It's so personal, isn't it? The chapters, it's suddenly the realization that it's going to be out there for someone to read.
0: Yes, it is very soon. Yes. <laughs> 2nd of <laughs> November, folks, you can read it. She's amazing.
1: <laughs> It's very much an opportunity because, want to be able to think of grief not only as death, yes, but also as to be to see grief as more of a disconnection, to see it as loss and disconnection, uh-huh. not only about about death, aha, uh-huh, yeah, also an invitation to see that legacy because my, my chapter is called the legacy of grief to see that legacy is not something that comes from death. Mm-hmm. It comes from life and living on purpose.
0: Yes.
1: I, f- I feel like I could say so much and I can't read the chapter <laughs> on the 22nd of November.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that is great. The, the, the legacy comes from life and, you know, I think I mentioned, in the introduction, and I know other people mentioned in their chapters as well, particularly Lee, I think, it is um, our legacy happening right now in every Mm -hmm. single moment of our life.
1: And it's never too late to work that out. Yeah. Because it's taken me a while.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's never too late. And, but also, you know, all of that learning we, we can share anytime what mm-hmm. we have got from the difficult times, the fun times, you know, we we can share that learning with our with our children, we can share that learning with our family, with um, I know you have like a whole big love movement, you know, where you're you're sharing your gifts through that, you know, anytime we can connect more deeply with our purpose and inquire about what is that? We can ask ourselves anytime, what is it? And what's important to me? Am I living my life in the way I want to be living? And if not, what am I going to do about it? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a big, big thing for me, um, realising that.
0: Yeah. So, what would you say the themes are that that are coming through your chapter? Because I'm just thinking, how do we talk about your chapter without telling people everything that's in it? And it's like, well, there are themes that come through it, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, the, definitely there is disconnection. and and anyone I, I write my blog for Big Love Movement, and I talk about disconnection a lot because it's something I've experienced physically and emotionally from myself, let alone, to the people around me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, a disconnection of physical and mental health and well-being of myself yeah and I feel as a society we can be very disconnected from that ourselves but also from each other's Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um and so the theme that's coming through with the chapter will definitely be about disconnection and um the emotions that are we um relate to grief and loss are how they actually play out within our life but how they have a light and a dark how there's a light and a dark side to everything and in the sense where things when I say dark I'm feeling when things can feel quite heavy uncomfortable and hard and when they feel a little bit lighter that you can see that shift you can see that there's a way forward and so I think there is very very much that exploration of what disconnection means and how it feels and how We move through that to be more connected and to perhaps invite people to appreciate what purpose is, because I think it's something that we band around a lot. But actually what I'm focusing on is not necessarily living with purpose, but living on purpose. My actions have I'm I'm doing things consciously because Mm -hmm. I spent two decades. I feel living very unconsciously Mm -hmm. and very disconnected from um, not physically from people around me, but emotionally and mentally. And so that's, yeah, disconnection, reconnection, grief, and um, perspective—the opportunity to live with live on purpose.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Now I know in your chapter, at the end of your chapter, you share an exercise there, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So you know for, for people who are thinking oh this sounds interesting what do people generally get out of doing and connecting with that exercise like what does it make available for people I think presence yeah for a start mm-hmm. which is
1: we live in a very fast-paced world it's only going to get more as we get more advanced it's you know uh, and and our uh, stress levels increase our resilience needs to we need to empower ourselves. And I think the exercise is a very simple practice of becoming more present, becoming present in the moving moment. And I think that's what the exercise I tried to really bring across in that exercise that presence is constantly shifting. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's
1: about bringing you into the moment and moving with that and seeing, being able to see things from a, a new perspective, being able to look up and forward and move with the rhythm of life and not feel so pulled back I feel like it is a good invitation to to shift that perspective and think okay this is the first step to living on purpose
0: yeah great yeah I love that that you know that that first step guiding people you know with that and that's something that is throughout this book that um you know, like Becky, other chapters also have exercises or um journal prompts and things like that to really support you, the reader and you, the listener, to um to connect with your purpose, you know, with your legacy, with what it is that you are calling forth for your for your life and and the lives you want to touch as well. Yeah. So I was just thinking what to talk about next. Is there anything that you particularly want people to know? Like if you could leave people with one thing, what would that be? I guess for me, it's
1: probably the insight to what my legacy is starting to look like Mm. and what, Uh, what you know I've I've touched on I'm now living my life on purpose but how did that start what what does that mean
0: Mm.
1: and so I think it's important that I give a little bit of background I guess to the chapter or to me in the sense that I mentioned I felt for the last two get well for about two decades I felt very disconnected Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um and this was Looking back, realizing I was pretty much consumed by grief, Mm. depression, Mm -hmm. guilt, and the shame that is attached to because it's never one thing, it's never one thing. There's all this multifaceted amazingness to our well being. And it was very obvious to me through that time that my physical health was becoming unwell because my mental and emotional health wasn't great. And the nudge that I mentioned um in 2018 was when my stepdad passed away now that was quite sudden but it was also 21 years after my dad had passed away when I was 13 and being an adult when this had happened that real reflection came back of course and I did ask myself what am I doing Mm. this is you've been told this before life is short you've been shown you've experienced this You'll, I, and I was going back through the emotions I'd felt as a teenager
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's when I made the biggest shifts I think I'd already started to change my lifestyle to try and implement and live but I didn't know that I wasn't living on purpose mm-hmm. and it was in 2018 I went what am I doing am I happy what you know my relationships were a mess because my relationship myself was a mess mm-hmm. 2019, I resigned from my 15 year career. 2020, I started my own business in a pandemic, Big Love Movement. And it's about creating a movement, not only of the body, because I do share yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and breath work, but it's about a shift in society towards a more connected and more self aware society. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: that individuals we can live with a more holistic appreciation of our well being and especially as we move into, as I say, it's like we're up level in the stress. There's going to be even more distractions. There's going to be more, there's more going on in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's that time to, to educate, inspire and empower, which are my three values
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, to reconnect people to themselves, but also to others. And I think it's beautiful because I, I believe if I'm allowed to share that there are similar themes that are coming through throughout the book
0: absolutely completely you can and you know this is this is that synchronicity and that synergy isn't it Mm -hmm. so um we were having a conversation about the book about the themes that were coming out which are to inspire to educate and to empower right and Mm -hmm. Becky says they're exactly my values that are behind my big love movement and we were like wow
1: they were on a, they were post-its on my vision board and I was, and she's, uh, um, I think it was Sarah, the other Sarah, wasn't it? I can't yes. Remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, as she was saying the words, I was like, she's not going to say that next word. She's not, she did. And I was like, um, do I share this? Cause I've got goosebumps again, but like, yeah, this is what we're meant to be doing. This is the movement. Yeah.
0: This is it. And it is. And having this openness to, explore and to follow the nudges and the breadcrumbs of where life wants to take you and the opportunities that arise just like you did with this book like you didn't know it was going to be completely in alignment with your values before you said yes to it before you followed the goosebumps you followed the nudges and and then you know and then we discover that the values of the book are in a light like, completely in alignment with the values of, of, you know, your business, <laughs> you know, it's just like, wow. Um, and it's this, you know, it fascinates me that because it's a, it's a very linear way of working. Mm. And I think a lot of people probably find very challenging actually. Um, and I feel it's also quite a feminine way of working. um, and, and bringing in the, the masculine and feminine approaches, really, of the intuition, the alignment piece with the, you know, the ideas and the thoughts coming together within our bodies and getting expressed through this book, basically. And just
1: to, to give everyone an advance on the fact that my chapter is definitely not linear <laughs> at all. It was, it's, it's not written in, you know, it's, it, there's nothing linear about it. It's a, It definitely is an explorative chapter. But yeah, so, and also just to quickly let you know, that without, I mean, I don't think me and you even knew each other in January, yep. but in January, or maybe it was December, probably was December, because it was one of my goals for 2021, was to have my writing published I love and, it I love and it like, uh, and 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 you know so everyone knows it wasn't like we sought each other out you kind of put this almost like this bat signal out I did kind of <laughs> in authors and it was through other authors that we came together so that's another synchronicity but there you go
0: absolutely and you know I talk about the in in the introduction to the book I talk about how a bit about how the book came together and like you say it was that I was trying to do it in a quite a linear way and it was not happening <laughs> and like you say, I put the bat signal out I went okay universe okay Bring up to <laughs> like okay energies my energy to your energy this is like who other souls who are supposed to be in this book and the book made itself very clear that it has an energy in itself Mm. it has this yeah it has a spirit to it Mm. and it's been so interesting this this process in the you know um the the number 13 kind of came up and there was an author who decided that she didn't want to continue the journey uh, and I was like, oh, we're not going to have 13 chapters anymore. But actually, what is really interesting is that there are 13 souls in this book, and the book's soul is one of them. Yes. You know, it's like there is there's still that energy of that 13 there, you know, with the energy of this this book. <laughs> the, the, the
1: 12 individuals coming together to tell their own story, in whatever way they've chosen and by bringing that together and you weaving those stories together it has become its own essence yes there it is its own thing so there's individual chapters but it's not a book of stories yes no it's 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 a book and within and it you're gonna you're going
0: it's an exploration in itself and I think it is that, oh I can't wait to hold it physically oh my God. And they're they're interconnected and they're they're different parts of a whole, you know. Mm. And what is coming out of this is this, um, you know, this this awakening legacy and these random acts of awakening. Like this book can be part of that. This book is a random act of awakening from us to you, right, To, to the world. But you can all take part in connecting with this sense of random acts of awakening to to touch people's lives, to help people remember who they are, why they're here, what their purpose is. You know, we can all give that gift to someone else. Um, I love that. Beautiful, beautiful. And
1: I think the fact we will all agree as authors, the process of writing our chapter because it probably wasn't what it initially started out to be (laughs) was the awakening for us yes so we ourselves were awakening as we wrote the book yeah on a whole other level yeah and the book in itself the purpose of the book uh, so the title just is
0: just amazing Amazing. (laughs) so I just want to check in with you Um, you've talked about living on purpose and you've talked about this sense of awakening and this movement that you uh, have with your business and this awakening legacy movement that collectively we are, um, we have ignited and this book has ignited. Um, and I am, I am a little bit curious and the listener might be curious as well. Like, how was it before? Because you talk about how you felt like you were living unconsciously. Um, so, I, uh, And so I'm just wondering, you know, how, what did that look like? You know, It was, because I, you know, I know that you were very successful in your work, right? So what, what does that, what did it look like?
1: It's very interesting because with Big Love Movement, I've explored it more by working with people in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I was successful in my career and I chose to leave it,
0: Mm -hmm. to do something
1: completely different. Mm -hmm. I was in fashion. Um, But looking back through the years, this disconnection I talk about a lot is the fact that I was never fully aware of what was going on in my head, was how it was impacting my relationships, how it was impacting my performance in my job and Mm -hmm. I felt like as successful as I was there was a limit and that limit became came from self-belief came from shame and guilt and of this weight that I was carrying around from things that I hadn't been able to move through and to live with Mm -hmm. and that came from trauma and from grief and in the chapter I explore grief that isn't death Mm -hmm. and I think what my life looked like, I mean, nothing's perfect. However, I live a much calmer, more connected life to myself. I'm much more um, aware and prioritise my well-being. Mm-hmm. But before I did not, there was a lot of alcohol. There was a lot of drugs and partying and bad, bad, bad relationships and toxic relationships, you know, um, in the workplace, in, in life in general. Mm-hmm. And so... I I just kind of was going through the paces and the mm-hmm. motions, mm-hmm. and almost well, physically and emotionally sabotaging myself constantly in this cycle of just guilt and yeah, and that all came from these 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 challenges of having with my mental well being, and you know they're not they're not gone they're not magicked away because of but I am now far more aware of my emotions and how they impact my health physically and my relationships physically and emotionally and how everything is so intertwined interconnected and so I feel I feel uh, more alive and I mentioned this in the chapter so I'm not giving anything away but I feel like I'm finally getting to know who it is I am becoming yeah that's Is something I had never, I didn't even care who I was. Mm -hmm. I was my job. I was my relationship. I was a daughter. That was pretty much it. Or I was the daughter of someone whose dad, you know, my dad, I was the person whose dad died when she was a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And going, actually, who am I? What do I like? What do I love? What fills me up? What do I want to do? What am I doing? Who do I want to help? What do I want to, what impact? So, yeah. If it was very cloudy and my my memories and this is why my lin, my chapter couldn't be linear. But my memory is quite distorted from the over those years. So it's it now I feel like I'm bringing things
0: together. Mm. Seeing things more. Lovely, beautiful. I get this real sense of that sense of awakening on that other level that you mentioned you know through sharing this in in your chapter um yeah I'm so excited for everyone who's gonna to read that and you know I have to say I was deeply moved reading your chapter deeply deeply moved um and for me, when I read it, I felt such a sense of release, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a real releasing that happened and some tears. So I'm going to pre-warn you guys, if you're going to be reading this. Yeah. And and that's OK, you know, that I, I, for me personally, and it would know, be different for different people, but it allowed me, it, it's almost like it gave me permission to release something. I hope myself on. which was beautiful oh I thank you so much for that feedback and I'm
1: I really am happy to hear that you felt that release too because there was mm. definitely definitely a lot of releasing mm. um, I'm a firm believer in writing by hand as a way of releasing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: why I journal so much but also that release of te- tears That's a that's mm. an emotional release and to invite to that permission slip Comment that's yeah, there was a lot of that because there was things that I've wrote that no one will no one will have read these things. I hadn't potentially written them in that way before. And so the release that was happening as I wrote that chapter, and to then almost have that ripple effect of then you feeling that release. Mm -hmm. That that, that, able to go
0: that kind of decompression. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exciting. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming today and sharing. And so um, it kind of feels like, I feel like we're there with this conversation. Uh, So we're going to finish up. So if anybody is wanting to read this book, it will be available from the 22nd of November, 2021. Um on Amazon and in all good bookshops. So um, you'll be able to get it wherever you are in the world. You'll be able to, um, you know, buy a copy of it, hold it physically in your hand and read it um, and use it, you know, to support you with those times of transition, those times of reflection um, and, you know, really connecting with, your sense of your purpose, your and your legacy. And there's so much within it. And not only that, but you can also connect with um, our website and the random acts of awakening. You know, you can connect deeper with that through our website, and our page, uh, awakening legacy page as well. So um, yeah, you can look us up. And so you'll find beneath the podcast, you'll see in the, the details in the description. If you want to connect with any of that, you can click, to click on those links. Becky's details will also be there. So if you want to know more about the Big Love Movement, you can click there as well for that. OK, so enjoy and we hope to see you again soon.